So somebody get the doctor. I think I think he's actually waking up. Who are you? Why are you in my room? Uh, you don't. I I I'm I'm Brian. I we we host a podcast together. I I'm here I'm visiting you. Something happened, and well, I mean, I came to visit you, and then your doctor said I looked unwell and asked how I was feeling. I told him I'm fine, except a little bit of color deafness and some face cramps. You know, nothing unusual, but he insists on doing some blood work, and I'm waiting for the results. But uh, you've been you've been out for an entire week. We didn't think you'd regain consciousness this soon. Oh, why am I in here? Uh, it was, you know, we last last week we the show we recorded together, the podcast. There was a there was some kind of incident involving a refrigerator. I'm not really clear on what happened, but we we found you under a fridge. I, you know, it was it was terrible. Oh no! Well, I still don't know who you are. So can you leave my room? I mean, no. Come on, I we. I, I was the best man at your wedding. We we even recorded a podcast about it that never got released. Remember? Think back. Hey, everybody! Welcome to a special post-wedding edition of the Happy Cast for September twenty-third, twenty thirteen. I'm Brian, and joining me is this uh, glowing, uh, not a bride-to-be, what, what would it be, a groom that was, Ben. How you doing, Ben? Hello, I am doing okay, especially now that I am uh, I am now Mr. Ben Cobb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, big change for you. I don't know if you'll you know, be able to adjust to it quite yet. You know, Take it slow. I'm sure signing your names will get difficult at first, but eventually you'll get used to it, I'm sure. Yeah, it, I have to go through the paperwork first to make it legal. Hmm. How, how's the how's the ring feel? Like always wearing a ring is that is that weird? Is that not comfortable? Uh, it it no, it feels pretty comfortable. It's just whenever I'm podcasting or uh playing an especially vibrate video game, I take it off, or else it'll make a the sound the whole way through. Oh, but then I put it back on right after. In podcasting, okay. it gets uncomfortable to grip this microphone so tightly, and I mm. I'm I'm a lefty mic, so. Oh, old South Paul, South Paul Mike Ben. So it just sits next to me. Okay, okay. Well, as long as you keep it on you, that's cool. I mean, I knew uh, I knew a guy who, uh, whenever he flew, his hands swell up, so he actually gave his ring to his wife to hold on to. But, you know, it's still, you know, you can take it off in certain cases, but other yeah. than that, you're you're fine, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, it's not like I'm not wearing it because I hate it or anything. It's awesome. Okay. Do you do you tap it on things? That that seems yeah, that's fun. fun. <laughs> oh man. I do that. I tap it on random things when I have it. That, okay. That's just the best. Like coke that's cans. You can make you can be really annoying with it. Ah, oh, it's the best. Let's find new things that are satisfying to tap that ring against. Um, glass cases. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm sorry that I'm wasting everyone's time. We have a lot to talk about, so let's just move right into happy hour. That's right. Um, happy hour. We talk about the thing that's making us happy for the week. I I have one lined up. I think I know what Ben's is going to be. Otherwise, it's going to be in the going to be in the old doghouse. Am I right, man? Oh, oh yeah. Wedding, weddings. Am I right? Like I've got a suit that I wear only to weddings and funerals. But what's the difference? Oh. Oh, Dude, have we ta- have we talked about how you hate people making those jokes? I don't think is we that... have yet. Okay. But we should I on know a future we... podcast. I didn't know if we treaded that ground on a uh, podcast already, but um, uh, uh, what's your, sorry, what, I, I sorry to be so presumptive. What is your your happy hour pick? Ben? My happy hour this week is something I love dearly. 
and I have for years, Furt and Quelf. Oh, Furt and Quelf. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, those are um, boarding games. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes, games of the boarding variety. Uh, <clears throat> you played them uh, several times in the past few days with my That's sister true. and uh, Mrs. Ben Cobb, and I guess Megan, <laughs> and I. We all played them. That's true. That's yeah. true. Those were two of the many board games that got played. Oh, yeah, tons. But yeah, Furt and Quelf, they're like wackier board games, and I refuse to play them unless I'm pretty comfortable around the people that I'm playing with, with whom I'm playing. Yeah, is that? Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> with it. whom I am playing with. Yeah, like they make you do wacky things to get through the game. And you can choose not to, but then you either don't move or you move backwards. And some of it is like improv stuff you have to do. I think one, uh, I had to go to the bathroom and then just wait in there until someone came and got me. That was a long ago version I played. I don't think that was in the past couple of days. But uh, And I think one, I had to make a mask out of just anything I could find around me. And I made it out of like a paper bag and a spork and... I don't know. It was weird. The whole point of it is like you don't tell the other people what the card says that it tells you to do. You just have to do it. And everyone just looks at you like you're just a crazy, crazy person because you're probably acting like one. Yes. Yep. That uh, that sums it up. Uh, had to do a lot of weird things. But uh, the weird thing about it is since you're playing the game, everyone is kind of suspicious of the actions that are happening. Like they kind of expect it to be part of the game. So once you get really into it, you can play the the deep game or the meta game where you just do other strange behavior that's not related to the game just to throw people off. Oh yeah, that's true. And uh like the, there's certain things in the game. I think there's in Furt specifically, there is a certain color space red. I could have said red, I guess. If you're on the red space, then a certain color space. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for <laughs> a you. Certain mysterious color. That uh, if you land on it all your card says to do is that the other players have about 30 seconds to say one word at a time and try to make you laugh. And my sister is so bad. She can never pass that space. And yep, yeah, that's true. That was my uh, experience, too. It was hilarious. Megan's not great at it, but she's a little better than my sister is. But, oh, my God. Caitlin's just terrible at that space. And then the end of the game is a permanent red space. where To win the game, all you have to do is not laugh for 30 seconds. I don't think she's ever won the game once. She's made it to the end first, but I don't think she's ever won. She's been stuck there laughing. It's so easy to make her laugh. But, um, oh, it's just, it's just so great. Oh, uh, some stuff, there. Uh, if you're in certain sections of the board, you have to just, like, be a robot or be, like, a southern preacher if you're in that space <laughs> the entire time, no matter whose turn it is, unless you have to, like, do your own card that makes you do a different voice because that would be kind of complicated. To be a southern preacher doing like some other crazy voice, I don't know. A southern preacher hosting a game show. Yeah, but with I think uh, one time anyone rolled a number higher than three, I had to golf clap or be a golf oh. announcer. I don't remember. It's all wacky stuff. You could, it could be a guy, and you have to narrate the actions of the other people. Oh yeah, that that's a fun one. That that game is great though. I want to play it again sometime because it's so great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd like to, next time I'm in town or if you ever come visit here, we should definitely play that. Oh, yeah, we should. Well, uh, that's my happy hour. Also, my wife. So, uh, what's your happy hour? 
Uh, my happy hour um, <clears throat> is uh, it's a pretty common experience, but uh, I just got home from the uh, from the trip. It's gone several days. Uh, it was my first time experiencing air travel, so just the uh, this new this new invention they call aeroplanes, I believe. <laughs> the aeroplane? What is it that? It's very. Oh, it's it's like a metal bird. It's like a hollow metal bird that you that you you get inside and then it flies you to your next destination. Oh, so that was your first like air travel? So it wasn't like when we had the Pegasus at the wedding. Uh, well, I you know I flew I flew to the wedding. That was oh, after yeah. I'd already flown into Arkansas at that point. So oh yeah, so, so was, you did fly was... the Pegasus, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Everyone had to turn on the Pegasus. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh man, I love that thing. So what is really it though? Air travel. What is it that you like? <laughs> well, what? Let me tell you. What's the deal with air travel? Am I right, guys? These <laughs> but peanuts. You, but you like it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, let me do the reverse of that. What's the deal with air travel? The seats are pretty comfortable, and <laughs> you get a complimentary can of soda. What's the deal with that? You got a complimentary can of soda? Yeah, yeah. On oh. all my flights. Yeah. I didn't last time I flew somewhere. I don't know what to tell you, Ben. You got ripped off. It has been a while. Um, but it was really, you know, it was exciting. I My first flight, um, there was like an empty space next to me and the, the lady that I was sitting next to. So that was cool. Plenty of room. And I was weirdly nervous, like, I, you know, for my first flight. I didn't know if I should confide in, in my uh, seatmate, like, I've never been on a plane before. Or would that make <laughs> me seem like a crazy person? Well, that might make you but. seem like everyone on TV who's never been on a plane before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I should have done. I should have just, like, role-played different characters from Lost. <laughs> like, get get up, get up every ten minutes, go to the restroom pretending to do heroin, like oh. Charlie. <laughs> Wouldn't they get suspicious? That you keep doing that, or they think you just have like a nervous bladder they or would, something. They would, they would know. They'd be like, "Oh, this guy, I get the joke. He's, uh, he's doing a Charlie. Oh, he's doing a Charlie again." Uh, is this, is this guy, is this guy that uh, requested that flight attendants carry him onto the plane, John Locke style? <laughs> but uh, uh, it was a larger plane. I was on the first time. I flew from Atlanta to Dallas Fort Worth. Huge Ooh. airport. Very confusing. I uh, made it to my next flight. I had to catch a connecting flight to. Um, Fort Smith, and the second plane I boarded was much smaller. It was a very uh, different flight experience. There was no seat next to me. It was like a row of one seat. Wow. And uh, I was in the middle of the plane, so I had a window with a perfect view of the wing. So I just I was just uh, role playing the Twilight Zone with William Shatner the whole time. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that. <laughs> where where he, he sees the, the the gremlin on the wing. Was it Gizmo? That uh, it might have been a gizmo on the wing. I don't know. Those gremlins are way less scary than the one from that episode. Yeah, it was really creepy. But um, which I'm sure I'm sure the people that uh, you know work in air travel are just thrilled that that happens every day of their life. Like uh, you know, get it? Like the <laughs> thing? Yeah, yeah, we get it. Like the thing. Uh-huh. But it was uh, you know it was, you know overall good experience. I'd recommend it again. But. Um, I don't know. Next time I might just drive into town. I'm not sure. Yeah. Whatever's more cost effective. Like you know, with a ten, ten hour drive. Yeah, ten hour drive. Yeah, but with fuel prices being as high as they are, Ben, I it just might be more reasonable for me to fly out there. You know, gas is That's like a good about point. three, like three fifty a gallon now. It's ridiculous. Like five or six dollars even. I know. In some parts of the country, not where I live, but yeah, uh, like maybe oh. Hawaii. I don't. I don't know if we'll ever see it go below two dollars ever again. I would be shocked if yeah. that ever happens. No, uh, probably not. Ever since when is that 
first see that price? That's not good words. (laughs) (laughs) Ben forgot how words work. That's not good words, Brian. Oh, yeah. So I guess you'll have to stick to the flying. Well, isn't like fly price pretty expensive, too? I mean, they also use fuel, I think. They do use fuel. You're right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's I, not pedal powered. At, at first, I was under the impression that the planes were powered by magic and the, <laughs> the imagination of children, but uh, it turns out it's actual fuel. But uh, I got a pretty good deal on my tickets because of the connecting flight, so it actually saved me a little bit of money. Oh, I think that's like the, I think our biggest connecting flight. Every time I've flown somewhere, it has been to Dallas first and then elsewhere. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that's a normal thing. Well, when, when we uh, touched down in uh, Fort Smith, I having only been to three airports in my life, that was the third one in about six hours, I was taken aback to the, the size of it. It's very, there's like one runway. It's just like a one runway uh, airport. So I was, it was quaint. I enjoyed it. That was my favorite airport. You make it sound like we live in a tiny little town. <laughs> you have an airport. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you have an airport. It's just a small airport. It's, well, I've, it's, I've driven by like a countryside before where they had an airport and it was like a very small building and like a, it was for mostly crop dusters, I think, to take okay. off and go. Well, this is a commercial airport. Yeah. It, it, it is a kind small... of like 80,000 people. I mean, I'm just saying, compared to the the, the uh, airports in Atlanta and Dallas, it was a different. It, it opened my eyes that there were different flavors of airports. <laughs> yes, flavors of airport. Those <laughs> are the words I chose. Ours is I'm strawberry. Yes, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, air travel, uh, five out of five stars. Would recommend. Thumbs Ooh. up. We've mostly done car travel. Like when we went to uh, Disney World a few years ago, we mm-hmm. car traveled. And we met you and Chris. I think that's the that's the first time we met, wasn't it? The only time so far. I mean, except when I came to the wedding. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time. That's uh, the only time you've met Chris. I mean, you oh, should come out yeah. and you know hang out again sometime. Yeah, I'll think about doing that in like thirteen months or so. But uh, yeah, it was we we drove partly because flying is expensive, partly because we wanted to have extra bags. I wanted to bring like my pillows and stuff because my pillows are amazing. Uh. And also because we wanted to stop and see you guys on the way there. Yep. Also, All the driving was kind of fun. So uh, just well, like you... a, it's like a road trip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I and you know, next time I head out there, I I kind of want to drive because you know, kind of this romanticized idea of of the open road, right? You know, just just you know, you seeing the country. Although, how much of the country am I going to see driving from here to Arkansas? I don't know. I'll, I'll go through tennessee uh probably cut through alabama you'll hit alabama a corner of mississippi a very small corner of tennessee and then straight across arkansas yep so i've never been to mississippi before so that'll be fun yeah it looked about the same as western alabama (laughs) it all all kind of looks the same (laughs) yeah it wasn't as boring as when i've been through kansas before and that was all just flat i think all we did was play count the silos until we got across it it's like 127, game. something like that. I guess that concludes happy hour for the week. Yes. Uh, let's go to a uh, a quick a quick uh, commercial break, and then we'll pick up with the bumper patrol. Okay, Ben. Uh, ready to record those podcast promos that we're legally contractually obligated to do? I don't know, Brian. I'm feeling kind of worn out. Worn out? That's a shame. You know, I never get tired anymore. And it's all thanks to this fantastic new product from the fine folks at Junk Bevco. It's called Spew. Spew? What's that? Well, Ben, Spew is the latest and greatest in energy drink technology. You know, this energy drink fad's been around for a while. 
Spew is the first drink to elevate it to a whole new level, man. It's got 84 essential vitamins, minerals. You got your, you got vitamins A, vitamin C, vitamin B12, all the way up to B52. All the vitamin Bs are in there. And it comes in four rad flavors, man. You got your tropical chunk, your serious citrus, New England clam chowder, and my personal favorite, fruit punch. So what are you waiting for? Be a new you with Spew. Grab a can today, available at Ralph's. Just spew it. Alright, uh, back to the show. Bumper Patrol part of this thing. Are you, are you pulling a bin? I am, sorry. My apologies. My sincerest apologies to a listener. Uh, here we are in the Bumper Patrol portion of the program, or show program, or showgram, or Epidition. pro show. <laughs> Epidition. Whatever nonsense made up word you want to throw at it. I'm cool with it. Uh, this is part of the show where we talk about the thing that's bumming us out for the week. Ben, what is your Bummer Patrol? On this glorious week of your wedding, your new wife is a married man, What what is your Bummer Patrol? My Bummer Patrol is not my wife, because I'm not one of those people. Oh, man, the old, uh, old uh, I don't even, ball and chain? Is yeah, that the, the old, one I was pulling for? Yeah. The old anchor weighing you down. Oh, man. People, it's funny because people are unhappy with their marriages. What are bachelor's last words? I do. Oh, I mean, that's that, actually I mean, true. Yeah, that's, that's in crosswords that's, all the yeah, time. That's actually, that's actually <laughs> clever, I guess. Yeah, I, I love, that's my favorite clue in crosswords, I think. This is bachelor's yes. final words. That's yeah, pretty funny. I like that one. But the other ones, though, thumbs yeah. down. Worst. They're the worst. My bumper patrol is... I'm not going to say my bachelor party because that was actually really awesome. It was a specific, I don't know, part of it or a specific. Oh, the the part where we went bowling? You didn't enjoy no, the bowling? No, no, it's not that. It's more of a. Was it the pizza? Pre- a specific presence, I would say. Oh, the are the the presents that we brought you for your bachelor <laughs> yeah, party? Yeah, all all the the bachelor presents you brought me. That's a that's a thing. I think you bought me my yes. keg of beer, my neon sign. Yep, your neon sign, yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff bachelors have, right? I know how much you cherish that neon sign. <laughs> My big beanbag chair. Yeah, all all that stuff. No, um, it was specifically one who we shall refer to from here on out as Shufflin' Kyle. Shufflin' Kyle? Oh, he was the best. What are you talking about? No, no, I think we were all, all three of us that weren't Shufflin' Kyle pretty well agreed on how that went. Well, um... Okay, so the bachelor party itself, I better go through step by step. So first, there was the rehearsal dinner, where we ate lasagna. Oh, yes, very good. Delicious, delicious lasagna. Yeah, good and fun. Delicious lasagna. And then it was Nothing more American than lasagna. (laughs) We could have had hot dogs and (laughs) apple pie. But the theme of our wedding was not America. It was Ben and Megan, I love each other, and here's a wedding. But, uh... So, after, right after that, we went to the bowling, and the bowling was awesome. The bowling was fun. I rolled a strike my first time. Um, Brian, how'd you do in bowling? You know, I mean, uh, uh, really, the question you should be asking is, who had the most fun? That's the real um, That's the real thing you should measure the, the bowling on. I had a lot of fun bowling, uh, threw a lot of gutter balls. We had a lot of laughs. 
Um, I could tell you the one with the most fun probably wasn't Shuffling Kyle, because he was trying to teach us how to bowl correctly the whole time. He's a very good bowler. He's very skilled. I don't think you should hold this against him. No, He's a that's, talented bowler. That's not what I'm holding against him. It's that we were just trying to have fun, not really necessarily win at bowling. Just being like, oh, wacky, let me throw the ball this way. Woohoo! I did come in last. I don't remember how I did. I just know I rolled my first strike as my very first uh, roll. That's not what it's called. I, pitch? My bowling I think, pitch? I think, uh, I think the first thing I did was roll a gutter ball. Frame! And then... Sorry. A frame, yes. <laughs> I thought you were framing me for some kind of murder. That's, <laughs> no. that's how you, do, you announce it first, right? You are framed. No, curses. There's no way to get out of this frame now. No, at least I remember now. All right, sorry. No, no, my first uh, frame, I, I threw a gutter ball, and then I mocked, uh, a mock, like fist pumped and celebrated. I turned and pointed to a guy and said, Oh, uh, take that. Screw you, Kyle. But it turns out it wasn't Kyle. It was Kramer. So, <laughs> Whoops, wrong guy. I know. I mean, I just met these people. I always like the weird out-of-town guy that nobody's met before. It's like, you guys know uh, Ben's best man? I don't know. I, I mean, we went to school with it. It seems weird that this guy's here. And I did not help it by pointing to the wrong guy and saying, <laughs> screw you, Kyle. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. But at least you know which one he is now because you know Kevin Kramer was the cool one. Who's all yep. like laid back and relaxed the whole time, and Kyle was the stressful one, who you know. tried to teach us how to bowl and then later more things. He's well, very knowledgeable. I, I, he had a lot of insight about how things worked, and I appreciate it. But did it. we need to know them on a fun bachelor party day? You know, learning is fun, Ben. I I don't know if you find that to be true, but for me, um, you know, educating yourself on the ways of the world, how bowling alleys work, or the proper technique for shuffling cards is uh, very well, thrilling. Well, if I were at, like, a baseball game, trying to enjoy it and, you know, eating my hot dog and Cracker Jacks, I wouldn't want someone next to me to start telling me the history of the game of baseball and the best way to hold a bat. That would kind of be cool, though. Well, if it's, like, a professional baseball player... But I'm there to watch the game, not to learn about baseball. I'll go to a baseball museum if I want to learn about baseball. Also, I don't really watch baseball, so that was just yeah. a stupid example. <laughs> also, baseball is a very slow game that some would call boring. I would not make that stance, but some people think it's boring. I've never seen apple pie at a baseball game. That's just false advertising on the part of America, I guess. If after the bowling, we went to get the pizza from... The best pizza place we have in town. It's it's fairly local. It's not. It's like organically grown pizza. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, that. They, they go out. They go out to the old pizza trees every morning and pick out a new pepperoni pie, and maybe a supreme. Out in the pizza orchard. They 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 uh, they pull the calzones out from the ground because they grow underground. Oh no! This place is called Gino's. That does make sense, actually. What you said. <laughs> this place is called Gino's Pizza. It's local in that it's only in I think a few towns nearby maybe like i don't know maybe 12 locations in the nearby towns there are three in this town itself but it is delicious it's my favorite it's cheaper than getting uh it's not cheaper than eureka's where you get like three pizzas for the cost of one or something like that what oh yeah <laughs> eureka's pizza is, is that is that their marketing uh campaign three pizzas for the price of one yeah yeah you can do that if you buy i think if you buy like six or nine pizzas Come down, come down to Eureka's because sometimes you need quantity over quality. Yeah, that's that's really true. <laughs> it's it's not the best pizza. It's not the worst pizza, 
But it's definitely but, not the best pizza. But you can get a lot of it for cheap. Yeah, you can. That's why I had that a lot for like school functions and church functions. But uh, no, uh, Gino's is the best, and the slices are giant. Like if, if if you get a pizza, your slice or your pizza will probably come in like eight slices, and you're probably yep. good after eating one or two of these because two is a quarter of the pizza. Anyway, it was delicious. And uh, we decided to play some board games because that's what the kind of thing I like to do. That's what, I mean, my idea of a bachelor party isn't woo. Let's get all boozy and go see strippers. That's that's not my thing. What I want to do is just hang out with some people I like, just chill, have fun, play board games, eat pizza, bowl that stuff. Yep, that's what but we did. That's exactly what the best man delivered. I, I I directly asked you what kind of bachelor party you wanted, and then facilitated said bachelor party. Well, and then you added in bowling, which was a good idea. Oh yes, yes you, you suggested bowling. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun. But who would have known I, yeah. the night could have ended up the way it did? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it was my first time best manning. Oh, that's not true. I was the best man in my dad's third marriage, but I was uh, like 14 at the time, so we did not have a bachelor party. We did not. Uh, booze up or anything. Or at least you didn't. No, uh, yeah, maybe he did. Who knows? He was doing adult things. But um, this was my first time throwing a bachelor party, so I didn't know if it was traditional to involve the bachelor in the planning of said party. Well, it, it might be, because as far as I've heard Megan's is, was, uh, I know she told me that she didn't want specific things and then got those specific things. Okay. So is it more of like a hazing? Because that's what it sounds like. That's, I think, how it ended up, but that's not the kind of thing, I mean... That does not sound like an enjoyable bachelor party. I thought bachelor parties are meant to be like, oh, one last time hanging out with your friends before you can never see him again because you're getting married. Maybe, maybe there are two like ways of approaching it. Maybe it's like, oh, it's one last, it's like a last hurrah, you know, having a good time, do single guy things, whatever that means. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe another way to approach it is to make the bachelor so miserable. And just take him to so many sad things, like <laughs> we're going to the strip club, it's going to be real sad, is that he's going to be just grateful to be married and leave all that behind. That would probably work on the unsure on the unsure groom, but I was pretty sure about what was going on. So I much preferred the just hanging out with my buds. That's how I talk. Hanging out with air buds from <laughs> with the air, movie. All of them. One from each movie. Playing basketball, throwing football. Playing frisbee. That probably happened. Probably. There's the one with the, the little air buds that go into space. I, space bud? Uh, uh, space buddies, I think. That I don't is, know. sounds really dumb. Anyway, well, we came back and we played some Lost Board game. Oh, yes. How exciting that oh, was. We played that mostly because I find it a really hilarious game <laughs> for some reason. Because it, it's just terrible. And, I mean, you all want it to end pretty quickly. The, the most fun part of it is when the smoke monster comes out, but there's a low chance of that even happening. It's like one in like 300 cards or something. Yep, so it's, I, uh, I always put it near the top. It's needlessly complicated. Uh, yeah, so we, we make up some uh, like fake stories about what's going on. Like the polar bear was like chasing Walt around. I don't know. It, it got really weird. But anyway, that ended eventually. And then we went on and played some Munchkin, a fun like strategery card game. It's I I this was my first exposure to Munchkin and I would describe it as like a D and D light kind of game like some light role playing. Yeah, well you uh, don't have to actually role play who you are I guess. You build a I mean if you want to have fun you can do that. Yeah. 
Uh, you build a character, you have items, uh, you fight monsters, get treasure, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, you have like an order, you have to do things. Like you always have to just open the thing, you can decide if you want to fight it or not. Uh, it, it, it's really fun. Except uh, the whole time, Kyle wanted to read all of the instructions first. Like, he wanted to sit there and read all of them out loud. I understand he didn't know how to play, but we're also not playing seriously, and I was gonna kind of going to explain it as we went. And he wanted to read all of it out loud. And it's long. It's long instructions. So after about uh, probably like five minutes of that, like we were all visibly bored just by sitting there listening to him read instructions out loud. He eventually stopped. And then he started shuffling the cards. I can't shuffle. No one else can. Well, I think uh, Kevin probably could have shuffled. I think he did some. But Kyle, you know, he, he was the big shuffler. He really wanted to shuffle. And he, boy, did he shuffle. He shuffled a he lot. <laughs> He's a very skilled shuffler. He informed me that if he shuffled the deck like five times, I think, the exact same way, that the deck would be in the same order it started as, which seems like bad shuffling to me. <laughs> yeah. Also, I thought that was a lie, that anytime you shuffle the deck, it's in an order that's never, well, statistically, it's in an order that it's never been shuffled in before. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I've heard I'm that before. Sure. <laughs> anyway, he shuffled a long time. We just wanted to start the game. He kept on shuffling and shuffling and shuffling. He was uh, randomizing the cards. It was an important part of the game that needed to be done. And he stepped up to the plate and did the thing nobody else wanted to do. I think he Kevin was, was shuffling some cards, too. They seemed more like he was showing off his shuffling. And he just kept shuffling. Just throughout the night, it, he got increasingly frustrating with that sort of thing. And it just wouldn't stop. I just wanted to like hang out, have fun. And he made it a little more stressful than I was expecting. But yeah, so that, that that's the legend of Shuffling Kyle. <laughs> I, I, overall, I think it was, it was a fun time. I, oh, it I was. Didn't, I didn't have anything against Shuffling Kyle. I don't know. You thought it was pretty funny, too. But in like a joyful way. Like I was having a good time. I don't know. I was getting kind of. I just wanted to play the game because we didn't have forever to play everything. That's true. We didn't have a lot of time. I didn't know what we were doing. I did bring. Um, I brought. I brought a Blu-ray copy of The Expendables 2 just oh, in case. Yeah. I wanted then, to watch that. And then I had to deal with the scornful look from Shuffling Kyle. He's like, "Really? Was, uh, all right, okay." He yeah. brought The Expendables. All right. Yeah, he's like pretty. A, he's pretty judgy. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I just wanted to have like stupid fun. He gets pretty judgy about things. I don't if know. I were, if I were to pick two words to describe the Expendables 2 for you, Ben, they would be fun and stupid. See? <laughs> stupid fun is fun in certain stupid occasions. Yep. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. Anyway, yeah, I actually have not uh, you know, seen him since the wedding. But that's, oh, I mean, it's only been a couple of days. Well, I know. It's just, I mean, oh, I haven't seen him much before the wedding either. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys will keep in touch. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm sure probably we're probably get a holiday card or something. Uh, oh, what am, I, am I supposed to be doing that next December? Yeah, yeah. Like a couple send out holiday cards, I think. Ah, oh, crap! I better get on that. I think it's in the couple's handbook. Don't worry, I'll send you one. Okay, I look forward to seeing it. All right. Well, what is your bummer? I, I've shuffled on too much now. Well, my bummer patrol. Um, you know, bachelor party, it's fine. I enjoyed that a lot. I think it turned out okay. Um, the wedding itself what? was was lovely. I really oh. enjoyed it. It was a great ceremony. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful wedding. Uh, there was a lightsaber involved, so that was cool. Oh, and, yeah, and um, the final countdown. 
there yes yes and uh it's great great venue um the one thing that i kind of regret is at the reception afterwards the pegasus ride the pegasus ride i should have really you know had the pegasus ride before i ate all that cake i was really able to enjoy it because i was all kind of caked up well that's why no one else got to ride it yeah yeah you vomited all over the pegasus and had to go out for cleaning we did dry cleaning yeah that's true I do. I, 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 you know, and I paid for the Pegasus cleaning. Uh, well, well thank you, thank you for that. Out but, of pocket. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't give a best man speech. Is that customary? I think it is. I think it depends on the type of what. We didn't have any speeches. I thought normally okay. other people also do speeches. This was a speechless wedding. Everyone was, I was speechless. See, this is what else you told me this beforehand. I had prepared a short speech that I was going to deliver, um, and I don't want to brag, but it was pretty good. It was Ooh. kind of the best, but you tell um, it now. I could, I actually could, <laughs> I could pull it up. <laughs> you don't have to right now. We're in the middle of podcasting. Ne- next was, time we relive the wedding, you can do it there then. Was, there was a uh, there was a moment of um, of kind of uncertainty when there, like somebody asked me like, "Oh, is the best man gonna gonna deliver a speech?" Uh, I said, uh, am I, am, "Are we doing that? Am I supposed to do that? I've got one, but." <laughs> Are we doing? And then you know, Shuffling Kyle was there. He said, "Yeah, you got to give a speech, man. Just give a speech." And I felt pressure to give a speech, but I, uh, you know, I didn't, and I kind of, I kind of regret it. Should I've given a speech, Ben? Was that the well, right thing to do? No one else was, and it didn't really seem like a speech kind of wedding. I mean, it was mostly people walking around talking to each other. We, there wasn't like a head table that we sat at, and like everyone looked at us. It wasn't that kind of thing. So if you stood up and started to make a speech, I don't know. And I think Shufflin Kyle might have been trying to get you to do a speech. I think he was mad I didn't make him the best man, is what I think part of it was. Okay. But also, he d- never keeps in touch with me. And, like, I almost never hear from him. And when he does, he's slightly grating at times because of things like properly teaching me how to bowl when I'm just trying to have fun, that kind of thing. So I think he was mad about it. I chose you because I keep in contact with you pretty regularly. And you probably know me better than he does, even though I went to school with him for years. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. And so I th- he might, I'm thinking he might have just wanted to try to embarrass you. It's like your your story, like, oh, I've known Ben for like three years or whatever it was. And yeah, it was like, like, yeah, I know you. It was, like, uh, it was like six, but. Oh, well, oh, wow, it was six. I forgot about yep. Lost. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I first met Ben through the interwebs. Yeah, but Kyle would be like, oh, I've known him since seventh grade. Yeah, you know, that's fine. I would have uh, I would have delivered a fine speech. I would like to rectify it now. Can I may I deliver my speech? Oh yes, you may if you want. I'm I'm uh, I'm tapping a pin against a can to get everyone to silence. Silence, silence. Is it a can of spew? <laughs> yeah, I mean I haven't tried spew yet. I'm waiting on them to Send in a case. I, I think it's supposed to come in tomorrow. I'm going to try it out. I'm not sure how I feel about it. but All right. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. My, my best man speech that never was. <clears throat> this is not the beginning of the end. It is a step through the looking glass. This is the shape of things to come. I'm not going to speak for long. I'll try to keep it under three minutes. I would have traveled across the sea to witness these two say I do. However, I admit, when I first arrived in Arkansas, I felt a bit like a stranger in a strange land, but Ben and Megan have been nothing but hospitable. 
This place feels like a second home to me now, and as we all know, there's no place like home. When I first met Ben, I had a very selfish outlook on life. Every man for himself. But ever since Ben met the love of his life, Megan, I've realized if we can't live together, we'll die alone. Cynics will tell you that marriage is the beginning of the end. They're wrong. The whole truth is that it's a transformative journey through the looking glass to a better life. This journey can be overwhelming at times, but their love for each other is the constant that will carry them all the way to the end. So, raise your glasses. Here's to the things. Here's to the shape of things to come. And lastly, Eggtown. Thank you very much. <laughs> Those sound pretty familiar. Like I've heard all several of the things you said somewhere before. Is that plagiarized? I well, I don't know, Ben. You know, words. I mean, how many words are there in the world that you know? I can't. I'm sure every sentence I throw out's been spoken by somewhere, uh, someone somewhere in the world. <laughs> Probably before. not that one. <laughs> that one hasn't been spoken by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're, yeah, true. You probably you got me there. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. I, I'm just tearing up. I need, I need my kerchief. That's a thing. Your kerchief. My, yeah, yeah. My hand kerchief. And uh, I'm looking around, and oh man, people are giving me a standing ovation. There's a slow clap going on. Shuffling Kyle slowly weeping in the corner <laughs> because I moved him so deeply. So how how do you do a standing ovation with a slow clap? <laughs> well, just standing there like just slowly clapping for you no like one person kind of slowly stands up and starts clapping and then but people they're slowly all clapping stand slowly up. like just are they standing and, up just clapping slowly and beat like clap and then it clap it, it starts that way and kind of speeds up and then i kind of okay. i kind of wave i wave I, I stick the mic out i drop it in that moonwalk away there's always next time that's true. Your next, uh, your next wedding. Oh yeah, I plan to get married lots and lots of times to the same person, though. Don't worry, Megan. I uh, yeah, it was fun, and then I flew back. And man, let boy, me tell you, boy, are my arms tired? Boy, are my arms <laughs> tired? On, on my way, on my flight back into Atlanta, uh, the, you know, people have these portable uh, personal electronic devices that you can put like movies or television programs on. Is oh, this a thing? Kind of like a portable VCR. Uh, yeah, kind of like a portable portable VCR, and the the guy sitting in front of me on the plane I was watching Gilmore Girls on his iPad, his intelligent pad. Ooh, I thought that was weird. My like my sister's like way into Gilmore Girls, but I, I mean, for to see a guy watching it seemed kind of weird. I mean, I would never be caught dead watching that show, but you know, whatever, whatever he's into. Right. It's cool. That's a good point. I'll try to remember to hold that, hold you to that. Oh, definitely. If I ever, if I ever start talking about Gilmore Girls, just please, please play this back for me because I, I need to be reminded. All right, I will definitely do that then. So, have okay. we finished our bummers? Yeah, that does it for the Bummer Patrol portion of the show. Up next, we have uh, something of a treat for the listeners. It's a new thing that we're going to start trying out, and if this does well, we'll probably do it again in the future. It's uh, it's a guest segment. It's where a listener of the show kind of puts something together. And send it in. We're going to play it here on the air. Um, this first one we're going to do is from a fairly new listener to the show. He calls himself Professor Rad, though I personally doubt that that's his actual name. But uh, here he is with something that he calls Life Camera Haction. So uh, take it away, Professor Rad. Hey there, Ben and Brian, Professor Rad here with my segment I like to call Life Camera Action. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to share helpful tips and tricks to make your everyday lives easier. 
These are things anybody can do. First up, you're wearing a hat. You just look like a normal dude. You want to look like a cool guy? Turn that hat backwards. Now you look like a dude with a devil-may-care attitude who doesn't care if the sun gets in his eyes. Swish. Nothing but net on that gnarly life hack. Next up, you're invited to a formal event like a wedding or something, but you don't have appropriate footwear? That is not a problem. You go get a pair of sandals and some black socks and you're good to go. You can wear black socks and sandals anytime, anywhere. It's totally fine. Last but not least, you're at a restaurant and you order a special drink. Nothing on the menu seems that good. Call your waiter over, tell him, hey, get me an Arnold Palmer. And he'll bring you a glass half full of sweet tea, half filled with lemonade. Little side note, I have a drink named after myself. If you go to any TGI Fridays and order a Professor Rad, the waiter will bring you a glass half filled with Arnold Palmer and half filled with regular lemonade. Anyway, that concludes Live Camera Action. Back to you, Ben and Brian. Okay, thank you, Professor Rad. That was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best word for it. You might want to come up with a better name. Life Camera Haction is kind of a stupid name. Sorry, sorry. But I, I'm just telling it like it is. Yeah, you know, re, re, rework it, you know, something, hack, hack something, life hack, some, I don't know. Just, uh, just take it back there. to the drawing board, um, you know, kind of polish it up a little bit and then try again. And yeah. we'll, we'll see where we go from here. Yeah, so, well, uh, now I think it's time for fan mail. Sound. Oh, the mail's here. Oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. All right. Here we are in the feedback segment. Uh, remember, if you want to write into the podcast, feel free to. Our email address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com. So shoot a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Right. Send in your own happy hour bummer patrols. Our phone number is 177-HAPPY-NUN-NUN. Yep. Uh, and if you enjoy the show, tell a friend, and be sure to leave us an iTunes review, because those uh, help us out somehow that I'm not really quite sure of. Yeah, just somehow. Oh, and our website is uh, thehappycast.blogspot.com. Yeah, it's kind of... I, I was never really happy with that website, Ben. Neither we was should I. Think about, we should think about changing that at some point. Yeah, someone has happycast dot blogspot.com and it's written in some language that is not in like english letters so i have no you idea know, what it says it looks like someone just took it and then held it just in case i mean we should uh let's just consider get buying a new domain like happycast.net.org gov maybe we can get a gov yeah happycast.edu because we're educational yeah oh that's a good point uh, yeah we, we, let's go for an edu okay we'll apply for that we'll see how that goes yeah, so do we have any email? We do. We do. We have an email. Ah. Would you like... Shall I read this email? Oh, well, I mean, we also have this voice thing we should listen to first, oh, probably. Oh, okay. We have a okay, voice fine. thing from the listener, Anne. Okay, uh, listener Anne, let's hear what she has to say. Hey, guys. It's everyone's favorite pedantic know-it-all listener, listener Anne, and I got homework in the last podcast, so I am calling in to turn in my assignment. I was asked to report on why something blue in the saying, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. And first of all, I think it's interesting to look into the history of that saying, because I am a pedantic know-it-all. And um, first of all, it was not 
a thing until the Victorian times, as far as people can tell. The, I had to look this up, by the way. I used to know this, and then I forgot, so it was good homework for me. Um, but the first time it was referred to in a piece of writing was not until the 1870s. And when it was referred to, the author was like, oh, this ancient custom that we have, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, um, and a silver sixpence in her shoe is the last part, but we don't have sixpence in America, so we don't worry about that part. Um but you have to take that with a grain of salt because it was never referenced before then. And the Victorians had this obsession with like the nuclear family with dad and mom and the kids and everything being ideal. And so they were actually creating these traditions to reinforce that idea. And so probably this saying is one of those things. Um, anyway, something blue is referring to the color blue, which was seen to be linked to virtue and purity. And you see that a lot in, that has a long history to it. And that's why you see often ancient art, um, well, not ancient, but, you know, Middle Age and Renaissance art that features the Virgin Mary. Most times she will be wearing a blue veil of some sort or a blue dress and that was like universally understood. That's how you could identify Mary because blue was the color of virtue and purity. So brides would wear blue and even grooms would wear blue too, maybe just as like a ribbon on their clothing or something to show that they were these young virtuous people entering into matrimony. Um, but the funniest thing as I was uh, researching this again was not the something blue part, but the something borrowed part. And um, this saying came about to be like all the things you that the bride needs to like pr protect her from the evil eye, right? So, and like this whole like cursing that could, because, you know, she's so happy. And if, if you're too happy, then something bad is going to come along and curse you because... That's how the world works, I guess, at least in Victorian times. All these little things running around to get you. Anyway, so um, the something borrowed part was the part that cracked me up because the origin of that was because the bride needed to be protected because as this virtuous young bride, of course the evil eye is going to come along and like curse her fertility, right? Because that's what happened. So in order to protect her fertility, that something borrowed was supposed to be underwear from a married friend. Because then the evil eye creature or the concept of the evil eye would come by and be confused by this married lady's underwear and would not bother to strike the bride barren because obviously, I mean, she was already married, so why would you bother to make her barren? I mean, that that curse only works on the wedding day, I guess. I don't know. So there you go. There you have it. Old, new, borrowed blue. Silver sixpence in her shoe. I mean, old thing, you know, let's, you could do the other stuff too. Old thing is for tradition and those who came before. And the new thing is for your future. And then the silver sixpence is so that you be rolling in dough when you're married and stuff. So, so anyway, that's where that came from. Glad to hear the wedding went great. Can't wait to see pictures. While I have you on the phone, I'm going to do happy hour and bummer patrol.
I've got stinky bummer picture all this time. My happy hour is that I live now in the Philippines, as I always remind people when I call into the show. And um, Filipino people are like way big into making super awesome costumes for things. And there's all these people here who are really good at making costumes. You know, like usually it's like for fiesta days and stuff like that or performances. Like amazing talent goes into making costumes for like things that we would send, you know, Americans would be like, okay, everybody go buy a yellow t-shirt and wear a yellow t-shirt. But here in the Philippines, it'll be like feathers and ruffles and all this awesome stuff. And it's totally cool. And so I'm psyched because my husband has an awesome idea for a um, Halloween outfit for us this year. And, but it, it's like, cosplay basically and we were on ebay and it was like three hundred dollars for each of us to be able to do this costume but here it's not going to be that much at all so i'm very excited that we live somewhere we can have awesome halloween costumes at like a tenth of the price and my bummer patrol i don't know if you can hear it hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get it on the recording can you hear that can you hear that that little Tappity tap sound. That is the sound of rain. It's hitting my air conditioning unit in my bedroom. I don't even know if you can hear it or not. But it's driving me crazy. It's been raining here for like a week and a half every day. Maybe two weeks now. I don't even know. I'm in this like rain-induced haze. I don't know how much time has passed. I don't know how much longer this is going on. The roads are so slick, I can't run. We know people who have like inches and inches of water in their house. We have a friend who lives on the second floor in a low-lying area, and he can't leave his house because it's literally surrounded by water. I mean, technically, he knows how to swim. He could technically leave his house, but not without being in water with who knows what. And so, (sighs) rainy season, that is my bummer patrol. Okay. Take care, guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you, pedantic listener Ann. Pedan. Ann. Dan? Ped Ann Tick. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, thank you for the educational call. I, I did not know that. I know far more about wedding tradition now than I ever thought I would. I'm glad I do, because now I can... Uh, tell other people all that stuff I just learned. And now you'll be ready for the next time you get married. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Don't, don't let Megan hear this. It's probably be to her, hey. though. Oh, yeah, you could you could marry the same person more than once. Yeah. That's fine. No, nothing in the rule book says you can't do that. Well, you might have to get divorced first. Mm. If you want to, like, legally get married, remarried. You could always have, I guess, a remarriage party. Well, that's what anniversary parties are, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Like renewing vows or something. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. But uh, excellent. Very a lot of lot of effort went into that. A lot of research, or I don't know, maybe just knew these things. That would be impressive too. Well, thank you, researcher Anne. Yes, researcher Anne. Uh, thank you for adding the additional happy hour bumper patrol there at the end. Yes, that was that was good, nice. Good luck with your costumes. And good luck with your rain stopping. I hope yes, it stops hope- eventually. Yeah, yeah, it would be bad if it did not stop eventually. <laughs> that'd be a real, that'd be a real uh, dire situation. 
thought you were gonna like make some kind of movie reference. No, no. Like, that'd be a real not. movie where it rains a lot. That'd be a real um, Evan Almighty. Am I right? Is that what happens <laughs> in that movie? Well, I assume it's supposed to be like Noah. So yeah, but I don't know if it actually does. Oh, uh, I've never never seen it. Neither have I. Steve Carell's a funny man, though. Um, True. So thank you. Thank you for the vocal feedback. And now we have a piece of feedback of the written variety. Well, written? Not not like typed? No, no. This was not an email. This is actually a, a letter that was hand-delivered to us. Um, there it is. That's the sound of it. Ooh. Who? wonder who it's from. Yeah, uh, this was just handed to me at your wedding um, by a, a gentleman from... Um, I guess, uh, Western Union, I suppose. Uh, I guess we talked about your wedding so much on the podcast that kind of knew it was happening and that I'd be there. So no. this was handed to me. Uh, so I'll go ahead and read it, and uh, we'll see what it says. All right. <clears throat> it says, hey, guys, long-time writer, first-time writer. And, um, <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, um, don't know about that. Uh <clears throat> They go on. Do you guys have any advice for someone trying to start a pod show of their own? Uh, I'll take I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for your time. Signed me, Chad Snyder. It's very short, very oh. to the point. Uh, well, Chad, it's um, it's not called a pod show traditionally. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's like a new age podcast. I'm not sure. New age. Uh, if I if I were to hand out any advice, I'd say just pick a pick a topic that you're passionate about that you like a lot, and uh, just try to try to have fun with it. Like this one, happiness. Yeah, yeah, happiness. <laughs> yeah, we uh we really <laughs> went out on a really went out on a ledge on this one. Uh, I when we started the show, I wasn't really sure if uh, people would support a happiness based uh, audio program, but it's it's you know worked out so far. Who doesn't like happiness? I'm not sure. Do you have any advice? You have any advice for uh, Chad Snyder? Uh, I would say don't do it. It's a nightmare. No, that's not true. Uh, if you're gonna do it by yourself, make sure you can do lots of different voices. Sure, that, yeah, that's I guess what my could... experience has been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've you've done a lot of solo podcasts. Well, no, from from listening to one specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. This, I mean, because if you're by yourself, you got to make sure you're interesting enough to carry it by yourself. Yeah, or else tough. it's gonna be pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, solo hosting's real nightmare. I recommend uh, finding a co-host, or if you can't find a steady co-host, maybe just rotate people in. Just ask a bunch of people and see if you can get anybody on. Yeah, uh, just somebody to bounce ideas off of really helps. Yeah, oh yeah, the idea bouncing really takes hours, but it's worth it. Hopefully. Okay, so that does it, Chad. Uh, thanks for writing. We hope to hear from you again soon. I guess. Seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Um, so that I guess that uh, kind of brings us to the end of the show. We've I been, uh, guess it does. Yeah, we've been doing this show for about three and a half years now, right? Somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds. Yeah, that's actually really close. Yeah, close to that. Yeah, yeah. No, no signs of slowing down either. We're gonna keep putting these things out every week for who knows how long. Probably forever. That's what I'm yep. gonna guess. Yeah, the old men right. podcasting. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know if there, how many old man podcasts there are now, but I'm sure, yeah. Years from now, it's got to be a thing. Like uh, Podcasting is a young man's game. It is now. I mean, it'll change. There'll be a new thing that replaces podcasting as the young man's game, and then, you know, we'll we'll be 
like mocked by by youths they'll disdainfully say like oh go record a podcast grandpa we're 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 uh think casting yeah we're beaming uh we're jacking thoughts into people's (laughs) ear holes (laughs) that sounds like a terrible thing why would you want that that's future kids i don't know future kids are weird see we're we're We're, already like old men we're hooked up into the network all the time uh skynet Yep. Yeah, we're skynetting it. That that's gonna go well. You know, I bet I bet you and I will still be doing this podcast in the year twenty twenty. I wonder what that would be like. Welcome to Epedition three hundred and eleven of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. In the year 2020, I'm Brian. Uh, can, can you stop doing that futury voice? It's September 23rd, and you're still doing it like all year long. No but, more future voice. Uh, but it's the year 2020. It's the future. Yeah, it's been the future for like nine months now. So you can just stop the future voice. Too much future oh. voice. You're banned from future voice. Sounds like the honeymoon is over between Ben and the future. The, no, I, I'll mute you. I'll just mute your, your, your track. No more future voice. <clears throat> okay, all right, fine. Fine, I'll talk in my normal speaking voice. How is this? Now you sound like a robot. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Hey, guys, uh, 311, here we are. Um, thank you for joining us. Let's just get right down to business. You know, we discontinued the Happy Hour Bumper Patrol thing. Some time ago, it was kind of a filler. Ran so way out of stuff to make us happy and bummed about. So. We just stopped feeling feelings. <laughs> yeah. It just <laughs> well, I mean, thanks to the new drug by Sladeco. That's true. Yeah, this yeah, eliminates all feelings. We don't need that part anymore. Feelings are a thing of the past now, man. But uh, we still have is our... anger. Lots of it. But the um, you know we still have a regular other segment. So let's go ahead and uh, play a quick round of you don't know Ben. You don't. Yep, you know Ben. It's the game we play here. I have five questions written down. I'm gonna ask Ben, uh, rapid fire style. He's gonna answer me as quickly as possible, and then once we're done, we'll go back over the answers he gave and kind of uh, dig in a little bit, see what the meaning was behind them. Are you ready to play, Ben? Yeah. Should I set the beef timer? Yep. Go ahead. Set the beef timer. All right. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Okay. Here we go. Question one. What is what was the happiest day of your life? Uh, probably the day of my second wedding. Question two: What is your favorite soft drink? Uh, probably horse. And question three: What is your favorite film of the late great Nicolas Cage? Uh, the famous sequel Two Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And question four: What was the last thought cast you jacked into your ear holes? Uh, oh, it's one of yours, Lost Babies Unlocked. And the final question, who will you be voting for in the upcoming presidential election? Uh, I would go with Ms. Fizzbiz for Prez. Okay, and timer's up. Out of time. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Very, very good. Right under the wire. You almost didn't make it there, Ben. Oh, man. I, oh, I didn't think I was going to. It felt like the end of uh, Family Feud. 
yeah, it's kind of uh, what we're ripping off. Is, is, <laughs> is it? Um, well, like the like, top uh, answer of everyone's favorite podcast uh, uh, that they jack into be, their it, ear holes. It would be uh, like if, if, happiest day of your life, uh, day of my second wedding. Up, oh, uh, it's taken. Try again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anymore. That's okay. the only time I've ever been happy. Okay, well, let's go over your answers. That I mean, that was the first one. Happiest day of your life, second wedding. Why? Why? Why is that? Well. uh... You know how weddings go, and eventually you just get tired of it all, mm-hmm. and you need to find something new, and so you just get remarried to the same person. That's, yeah, you you were there for it, and so, I mean, you remember how fun it was. Yeah, we, I mean, it was We rode the hippogriff around. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was good the first time, but second time was uh, equally uh, impressive, if not slightly better. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we had the big laser show. That was pretty cool. One Direction was there. They performed for us live. Yeah, yeah. They're way yeah, better it was, now. It was pretty. It was pretty over the top. Oh, it was. It was the best. And the bachelor party. That I mean, that whole time was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed the second bachelor party. How was? Uh, how how was how was my my shuffling? Did I did I you know was I did I accurately you know mix up the cards or? Well, I, I think go? you're. I think your new bionic hands really made it a little too unfair. You just shuffled yeah. them so fast they almost broke. So you have to be a little careful fine tuning those. Okay, well, fair enough. I'll make a I'll make a point to remember that in the future. Uh, next question: favorite it soft is drink? The future. You're, uh, we are. Yeah, I, you just got mad at me for doing that. I, I feel like this is an unfair double standard. Okay, I won't do future voice either. We're in the present. The future present. <laughs> oh. The um, favorite soft drink, you said horse? Horse, yes, yes. Horse is the best. You've seen the commercials. Horse. I I, I think I might have. Uh, why don't you go ahead and refresh my memory, though? Makes you strong as a horse and taste like one, too? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. That was, that's the their famous slogan. Um, you know, Famously, they kind of got in trouble with the FDA. They had to kind of tweak the formula and resubmit. But it's everything's fine now, I think. Well, if you want that, you have to try horse light. Okay, but I like just, just you know regular horse. Just be be careful though. You know I you know, I had a uh, uh, a bit of a bout with uh, energy drinks back in the day, but I'm clean now. So just be careful. Well, I feel like I feel like I'm going to be different. I, I I think that I I don't know. Sure, Is that you're going to be the one. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be the one that doesn't get addicted. I'm sure <laughs> the one you're person. the one. You're right. You're the one with the special blood that makes you immune to addiction. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I am. I mean, it is the future. Cut it out. Oh. Uh, next question. Uh, favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, you know, um, beloved American icon, winner of uh, four Academy Awards. Of course, he won early in his career for leaving Las Vegas, but then he had a uh, stretch there where he won three in a row from uh, 2016 to 2019. So it's pretty, pretty impressive. Oh yeah. Well, one of those was from uh, two, two flew over the co- cuckoo's nest. Cuckoo? 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 The Coco's nest. Coco's nest. Yeah. You're right. I mean, people, people really complained about it. They thought it didn't really need to exist, but they really, I mean, he wrote and directed it and he played all the parts. So I, I think it really well, is quite an impressive feat. Well, he did adapt the screenplay from the book that was found to have been written but never published before of a sequel. Of course, of course. Yeah, so he adapted it very well. If It was a lot like the book, but with some really needed changes. Absolutely. The pacing's better. He really, he really did a fine job. Of, I thought the uh, book was too racist, but they fixed that. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> and question four, the last thought cast that, that you uh, consumed, what was it? You said it was... Uh, Lost Babies Unlocked? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's my... Thank you for helping me do a little cross-promotion there. Of course, that's the um, that's the new podcast Chris and I are doing for Lost Babies, the clever sequel to Lost, let's call it. Oh, yes. Uh, it is... It is more than I ever thought it could be, both the show and, and your podcast. And you get the whole gang back together. It, it's just yep. the, it's the best. And so, all yeah, the guys. That's what I've Hurley, been to. Locke, the Skipper, all those guys. Oh, yeah. And then you get all the babies. That's, I mean, it is called Lost Babies. Yeah, which implies that, the, you know, like it's a baby version of Lost, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's just the characters from Lost, and they're also babies. So it should be yeah. like Lost Ampersand Babies. But, Lost in babies, yeah. But you, you know, you never know how Damon Lindelof's going to do that. That's true. That's true. I'm really glad that he he uh, finally came back from his uh, his dark period where he just disappeared for five years in the Canadian wilderness. I was really oh. worried, but um, well, you you, know, he's you, back. You can tell it in his he's, writing. There are a lot of wolves. That's true. Like he went through some stuff, but I feel like he's a more talented artist for it. Like he's really putting some great stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so final question. Oh, thank you. You know, <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't reaching for that compliment, but I will accept it. Thank you very much. Well, I think it's thanks to Chris's new like electric organ. Yeah, he said he'd never go electric, but uh, you know, time he, changes. It would be acoustic all. organ. He he came around, and uh, yeah, it sounds really good. I'm impressed. Yeah. Final question was uh, who you're going to vote for in the upcoming presidential election? Well, I'm definitely going to vote vote for Ms. Fizbiz. Really? Mrs. Fizbiz, former listener of the podcast. Oh, is she a former listener? Well, she might have had to I cut mean, ties with us. For, you know, I mean, I, I just campaign. don't, I mean, we haven't heard from her uh, over the past year or so, and I don't know why. I can't imagine she's too busy to write in or anything, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think between all her stops across the 53 American states, it, it takes a while. Oh, I'm, I forgot, I forgot. They don't have email in the uh, in the middle part of the country, of course. No, That's, yeah. It had, they lost that a long time ago. Yes. Uh, okay, you know I don't, you know we don't like to get too political here, but um, I respect you for voting for for Fizzbiz, but I mean for me, I feel like the the clear choice is to vote for uh, New Today. You know, New Today, uh, vote New Today for a better tomorrow. That's the that's the campaign slogan, and I truly believe it. And um, you know, we'll just we'll just wait. We'll wait and see in November. We'll see who who takes the vote. America will speak. But we should put a poll on the website. Yeah, we should. Or, you know, I mean, I guess if you think about it, there's going to be like a national poll coming up in uh, November. Oh, yeah. We could do a little <laughs> a preliminary poll. Yeah, preliminary poll will be on the website. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, what, where else are we on on the internet? Oh, it, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, send, us, send, us our, uh, send us that uh, the email, you know, the email address, uh, social media stuff. Um, you know, we're still on Twitter. It's kind of a ghost town there. You know, people don't use it so much, but we're kind of hanging in with it. Can't abandon um, it. No, we can't, can't give up on Twitter. Um, be sure to uh, zap us on, on uh, Zibzu. We're there, of course. Big Zibzu users. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where we have most of our followers. I mean, we are like the number two podcast on iTunes behind Serial. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, not to brag, but the numbers are looking up. So. Yeah. So thanks I mean, I think it re- for sharing it with everybody. I think it really helped that, um, you know, over the past couple of years, our two of our earlier listeners became prominent political figures and ran for office that really kind of put some national uh exposure to our podcast people kind of went back and listened to some of those old shows kind of you know you know sift through that to see if they can 
dig up any dirt on the uh, president to be, but uh, you know, there is no, none. no. All that no, was shown no. off is how clever our listeners are. Yep, that is true. So, okay, and remember to tune in next week. Until then, remember, be, be live happy, l- live happy, be happy. <laughs>